What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie where I'm driving in my car talking about movies. Yeah, that's the simplified version of what it is I'm doing here. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about a, a couple of uh, Joe Diamato movies and I wanted to bring this one up. This was the first one I remember seeing that I knew it was one of his movies. That I knew, right? I'm sure I saw some other ones first and just didn't realize it was the same guy. Because, again, the guy did so many movies and changed his name all the time. But uh, this was one I remember when I when I saw the artwork for it, I was like, okay, this looks like something that would go in my movie bag, right? And what we were talking about is Beyond the Darkness from 1979. Um, horror slasher, it says. Is it really a slasher? I guess you got to categorize this one. Uh, to me, you still kind of categorize, categorize this one like you do the other films that he had that kind of had more of the gore splatter fest kind of thing. Um, I don't know about this one necessarily being a slasher, but anyways, that's what they got it categorized as. So we'll just go with it. Um, like I said, 1979. Let's see what it says here. This is, <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you folks. Right off the bat, this is a messed up movie. Uh, I don't, there's things in here I don't even really know how to to really describe. Well, I can describe it. I just don't know that I want to. <laughs> right? Uh, anyways, I'm trying to gather my thoughts here on how I'm going to approach some of those things. Anyways, we'll make it happen. Let's read this synopsis if I can. It's kind of a long one here and I'm driving behind some kind of delivery truck which is never fun let me get out of the way here alright let's see what we got a young embalmer who recently lost his girlfriend digs <laughs> digs her grave and brings her body to his family villa to keep her with him forever uh, <laughs> with the help of, from a strange woman who lives with him yeah that's very true. But his bouts of insanity are just the beginning. Yeah, I mean, that, that's... He is so... Uh, obsessed with his girlfriend, who is dying. She's in a hospital. And, uh, you know, she's, on, she's basically on life support. And... Uh, when this movie starts off... She's in the hospital bed, but you see this person that's got a voodoo doll, and they're stabbing pins into it. And when it backs away, it's this woman named Iris. Iris is this woman that's living there with, with this guy, right? So, she's wanting this girl to die, right? <laughs> so, before we get too far, let's, let's talk about the cast. Uh... I don't really know the main character. I haven't seen anything else he's in. Carrion uh, Cantor plays a guy. He plays Frank. Is the guy's name? Uh, what? Who I did recognize was uh, Cynthia. I don't know her last name. Monreale. Monreale. I don't know. I'm just again, I'm, I'm pulling out my. I'm pulling out my spirit of Duncan McLeish here, right? Trying to read this name. Anyways, all you need to know. Is if you saw the Beyond, which I talked about early on in this series, not this series, but in Doctor Movie, 
Uh, she's Emily, the girl that shows up that's got the, the messed up eyes and all that stuff. So it's that it's that lady in this movie. And uh, and then we talked about the, the, the lady Iris, who is uh, Franca Stoppi, which she's in a bunch of smutty movies, right? Which, being in a D'Amato movie makes total sense, right? Uh, she's in a bunch of, like, nunsploitation kind of things. And, uh, so yeah, but like I said, she's stabbing this little, <laughs> this little voodoo doll to kill off Emily, or not Emily, but, uh, the lady. I don't, I can't think of her name right now. And, uh, cause, yeah, she's only in the movie just for a little bit. But anyways, the, the boyfriend shows up and she's like, hey, you know, I know I'm laying here and I'm dying, but I just want to make love to you one more time before I leave. And I'm like, really? That's what's on your mind? Because you're dying, you know? There's probably other things you want to make sure you got in line first. Just saying. Getting it on might induce the death, right? <laughs> and uh, sure enough, uh, our main character climbs on top of the bed and starts smooching on her and then all of a sudden she red lines and that's it for her main character and the strange thing about this they're having the funeral for her and beforehand they're at the funeral home I'm, I'm, I'm gathering I, I don't know I don't know the cultural aspect of how they do things it, it seemed like it's obviously a, a funeral home of some sort and our main character goes and basically injects her with something almost like an embalming kind of thing to stabilize her now I don't know if things are just different there but obviously here in America we embalm and everything before we bury them why they didn't do it here is this a, is this an Italian thing or is it just because of this movie right because they didn't do any of the, the normal stuff for, for her body to prepare for, for burial. But anyways, the, uh, the undertaker there sees the boyfriend in there and gets to watch it and he notices that he injects her with this stuff. So something's definitely up, right? And that leads to kind of what happens in the rest of the movie. Um, obviously they have the funeral. He comes back later. He digs her up, takes her body, brings it home, picks up a hitchhiker on the way because, you know, that's just what you do. And uh, she's a stoner, right? This is 79. So she's like, hey, if you give me a ride, I'll, you know, let you smoke some of my stuff and, you know, we'll have a good time or whatever. And, you know, you get this cool scene where it got, obviously he's got a dead body in the back of the truck. And, uh, the, the, the road is rough and the little sliding window behind, you know, behind your head in the, in the truck opens up and his girlfriend's hand kind of, kind of sticks out. Of course, the other girl's stoned and kind of doing her own thing, not paying attention. So he's trying to make sure she don't see the hand, you know, so you got all that stuff going on. And, uh, she ends up like passing out in the truck. So he just drives on to his own house. Now he comes from a wealthy family, right? I think his parents are both dead. And that's the reason he's got Iris there. She's like the caretaker. I don't know if she worked for his parents before, but there is a weird relationship between Iris and, and our main character here. Because there's this one scene where right after his girlfriend died, 
she walks up to him and starts almost like seducing him but almost in a weird mother kind of way because she literally opens up her blouse and lets this grown man like nurse on her <laughs> yeah so yeah I, again I just there, there's things in this movie I'm like what are we doing here right <laughs> so there's a, there's that part and then there's another part where after he gets the body of the house and stuff and he like lays her in a bed um he uh, she she uh, she's jerking the gherkin. How about that? So this this woman that's obviously a bit older just comes in and reaches down in his pants and uh, lends him a hand. <laughs> and again, I'm just going, what is going on here, right? Obviously, she's got some kind of power over our main character here of some sort, right? Because she's she's using this all these sexual things to keep a grip. And again, it, it seems like this woman's been in this house his whole life. So she's probably been manipulating him since a kid. And really, you find out that her whole plan, I think that she was involved with the deaths of, of the parents. And her plan is to marry this guy and get the estate. That's really what's going on here. And she's she's willing to do whatever to do it. And she's doing whatever it takes to do it. And uh, even knocking off his girlfriend and sexually manipulating this guy. Because she even, there's even a scene where I think he even agrees to marry her. And uh, she has this big to-do, right? She has all of her family come over and they're having this big dinner. And I think at that point he realizes what's going on, how he's being used. And uh, things get kind of ugly there. So yeah, eventually he picks up on the fact of what she's actually doing. She's been manipulating him, even though he's on the brink, right? His his mind is toast because again, lost his parents, lost his girlfriend. What's what's the quinky dink, right? Anyways, he starts knocking off people because they find out, you know, that he's got his dead girlfriend in the house and he's trying to keep her. And so he and Iris. He depends on her to help get rid of the bodies, and there's all kinds of gross things that happen here where you have a Breaking Bad situation here where they basically fill up a bathtub full of acid, and they're chopping up body parts and throwing it in a bathtub. Uh, they've got a, a furnace that they burn a few bodies in. I mean, it's just like, man, they're, they're going full tilt boogie on this one. And uh, this, is a, this is a messed up movie, folks. I mean... Macabre was messed up enough. This one's right there with it, man. And uh, the effects are pretty astounding. I think there was even a little bit of controversy on this one. He had to prove that they didn't really hurt anybody with this movie, right? And uh, it seems like I saw that in an interview or something where he had literally had to show how they did some of the stuff. And here's the thing about it. Diamato did not have a special effects person for this movie. They literally, he literally went down to the butcher shop and bought, you know, pig intestines and organs and, and some sides of pork, I think, and stuff. So when they're doing all these shots where, where he's 
opening up his girlfriend and, and embalming her and all this stuff, which again, I don't understand because he is literally, you know, pulling everything out of her. Why wouldn't the funeral home do this, right? Is that, does this just not what they do anymore? I don't know. Or just there. But uh, he goes through the whole Egyptian process, right, of pulling out all the intestines and sticking tubes up your nose and draining out your brain. He pulls out her heart and takes a bite of it. <laughs> I mean, this, this movie's crazy, man. It's crazy. And uh, needless to say, you know, at the end of the day, this, this movie kind of wraps up in a bizarre way where um, after he feels like he's in the clear and he's got what he wants and he knows that there, there's a problem with, uh, with Iris, out of nowhere, a knock on the door, and, and it's it's his girlfriend's sister, who's a twin. <laughs> Did we not know about this? I don't know. I mean, I guess she was at the funeral, but it was never pointed out that she was a twin. Maybe we were supposed to just know that by watching it. I don't know. But uh, anyways, what happens is he decides, now I have a live version of my girlfriend don't let her get away. He tells Iris, don't let her get away. Well, that gets all kind of crazy and hairy, right? So here's this girl that's come to visit just because her, her sister's died and she just wanted to check on him, I guess, because, I don't know, she knew him from that relationship. It's just an excuse to get her there. Let's face it. That's all it really is. And, uh, yeah, things get a little crazy. And I don't know how much more of this I want to give away because it's got a pretty decent ending that, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to give it away. But uh, this is on Tubi. So, by the way, you can you can check this out along with the other Diamato movies that we've brought up from our listener request. But I just felt like this one belonged with it. And uh, so, yeah, and the other thing, too, is that, like I said, this Undertaker sees him doing this processing, you know, with, with putting the syringes in and juicing her up. And uh, from there on, he's investigating, right? He's literally sneaking into the dude's house and seeing, and this guy is a, you know, he's he's a taxidermist, right? He's been working on animals and all this stuff. So he knows what he's doing, right? He's not just saying, he didn't Google how to embalm somebody. <laughs> he, he actually has a background in this. So that kind of ties into his abilities, right? But uh, because he knows how to do this, he also knows, knows how to harm people. And that's where, I mean, it, it's cruel. It's There's some cruel stuff in this movie, man. Uh, like the hitchhiker lady that he picks up, she wakes up and comes in the house and sees him, you know, embalming this girl on a table. So he has to stop her, right? And he knocks her on the ground, and, and she scratches across his neck, scratches him really bad. I mean, like digs into his neck. So in retaliation... He gets a pair of pliers and just starts ripping her fingernails out of her hand. And so it's, you've got that kind of stuff going on. It's, it's a pretty brutal flick, right? It's well shot, but it's rough. But again, I was talking about there, there's no special effects people. They are literally just making this up as they go. And the effects are realistic enough because you're using animal parts instead. And uh, it, it, it does its job, right? It's a, uh, it's very effective, very cheap, but uh, I think even Sauer Diamato said this was his most, uh, most successful flick. So there you go. 
Uh, if you're a fan of these kind of flicks, I highly recommend it. If you're kind of squirmish and you don't like movies that movies that make you feel like you need a shower after you watch it, then I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's a it's kind of a hard watch, I'll tell you that. But uh, again, being a completist, uh, if you feel like you need to check it out, then there you go. There's there's my take on it. I give this a three out of five. It's probably a better film than that, but just because of the ooh factor, ooh factor, right? Uh, I'm going to back it down a notch because it's not for everybody. So on a recommendation level, it's it's kind of a hard one to pass on, you know, a great rating for. But then again, like I said, if you're into those kind of flicks like Macabre or whatever, then yeah, this fits right in there perfectly. There you go, folks. That's it for this one. Let me know if you got any recommendations. I'm glad to do them. And uh, till next time, folks, we will check you later.